Hi, I'm Vicki. Hi, I'm Lynn. And what do we do here? Oh, we are going to tell on ourselves. Telling on ourselves. Yep. And we're doing it at a new locale today. Yes, Lynn got a new pad. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's happy. It, it is happy. Yeah, lots it's of light. Open and very Lynn. Mm-hmm. It's got a Lynn vibe going on. I love that. Yeah, it's um it's been amazing the amount of energy that I gave before to things that were outside of my control. Ooh, that's juicy. Didn't realize it until this, till I moved. Well, that can be next time's topic. Yeah, let's do it. But for today, we already have a topic. We have a topic because we're going to talk about a topic. We're going to talk. And and that we'll get into that topic, but here's one of the first thought wrongs that I've experienced recently. Would you please share that with me, Vic? Well, I went on a journey to Columbus, Ohio with my mother, and it was lovely. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a little bumpy on the way there, like literally bumpy and bumpy, like, don't do that on your phone when you're driving and blah, blah, blah. And I like (laughs) Typical mom stuff. Yeah, I lost it and I was being very sassafras. I'm like, let's just go home. I can't handle this. Um, But we continued on the merry way. This is stuff that I didn't know, people. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was fun. But we we talked through things and uh, that was nice. Anyways, we get to Columbus and we're in a training. So we're doing a training and what's interesting about this training is you walk into this great big room and you see your friends. You do have to be quiet because the training is going on in the other room. So you can't be like, oh, hi, la, la, la. Um, so we were, um, you know, meeting new people that we've seen online for years and it was great. And my mom knew some of the people and I knew some of the people because of the course that I'm taking. And basically... I am very aware when I'm in a room when people are uncomfortable. And when it's your mother, you're even more aware. And I'm also an introvert. So there are times when I prefer to be a wallflower, watch and listen and observe and create made up things in my head about what's really going on. And I decided that I was making a concerted effort to be in connection with other people, these people that I know, that I like, that I care about, that are amazing. And we're all in personal development stuff. So we all talk and it's deep and it's awesome. All right up my alley. So the second night we were there, my mom was just kind of like sitting by herself. And my inkling was to go over and help her and just kind of... I don't know, invite her into the conversation or whatever. Be codependent. Yeah. And and I went over there a couple of times, but I decided, that's why this is cool because it's first thought wrong. I really didn't do anything wrong because you know what I did? I continued to step outside of my comfort zone and talk to people and not just go sit with her where I kind of wanted to do that because it was very uncomfortable for me, but it was also really fun and connecty and laughy. And mm-hmm. and so when we were driving home, we kind of talked about it and it was a really powerful conversation in that um, me stepping outside of my comfort zone and her saying what she's afraid of and she kind of got down underneath it and it was really kind of cool. So we'll see what's going to happen next time. Discoveries. It, and you know, um, I'm like, I have that with my sister sometimes because 
the lifelong relationship. She's older, so, you know, my entire life, I have always wanted to kind of feel her energy before I did anything because I learned that growing up with uh, my mom especially. It's like you had to kind of walk on eggshells till you knew what the mood of the house was, and that continued throughout my life until I was able to be aware of it, recognize it, and start working on it. But it's that typical people-pleasing, codependent, you know, yada, yada, yada. And it's a hard cycle to break, especially when they're that close. Well, and it's being polite to them and being polite to others. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm listening to Brene Brown's book right now. Which one? Uh, Dare to Lead. Oh, yeah. And there's a part in there, and I think it's in another one of her books she referenced, but it's Clear is Kind, yes. right? So when we were driving home and we were talking about it, it was we were able to have a conversation that was very direct Mm-hmm. And kind at the same time. If I can go off, I'm not going off topic at all, but I, um, I've had two conversations in the last week with people that are close in my life about them finally um, establishing some boundaries, and Brene talks about this all the time, and how it's very uncomfortable, and you f- almost feel guilty, like you're not being kind to them, but you just said it, clear is kind. Then there's no ambiguity. They know where they stand. And, and sometimes when you, when you fudge on that and you don't really do it all the way, you don't feel right because it's not in alignment with your new growth, where you want to go, what you want to be. I have a perfect example of that. On that same mm-hmm. road trip home, my mom was driving. I was sitting in the passenger seat. I went to shut the moon roof, whatever roof thing, mm-hmm. because the sun was in my eyes. And she's like, oh, you're shutting that because of the sun? And my normal reaction would have been, oh, we'll leave it open and then sun would be in my eyes and I would be uncomfortable. And I said, you know what? It's the sun in my eyes, so can we just leave it closed? And I said, and she said, okay. Yeah. And it was no big deal. Yeah. As soon as you explained why. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing, but boy, howdy, it's very uncomfortable (laughs) when you first start. It is for me. Especially when you think you know what the other person is going to say. Yep. And we're not fortune tellers. No, we are not. Thank nope. goodness. So we have a new segment um, that mm-hmm. Vicky came up with called "That's bam, bam. That's a Win." That's T- a win. T A W. T A W. And um, you know, I had to really think about it, and Vicky helped me out. So I've got a new thing going on at work. We, our marketing department, hired a lady um, that's really savvy on social media, and she's been coming in and doing like some cute little reels. You know, sixty second reels. And, um, of course, she wants a lot of food on there because people love to look at food. So what does that mean? It means that i got to be in front of a camera, which is way out of my comfort zone. It's funny because I can teach cooking classes all day long, and I am not self-conscious. But when there's a camera in front of my face, I get so self-conscious, and I freeze, and there's no good flow. And we did a thing, because, and I'm overthinking what we need to do. It's like I'm hyper over planning. And she wants, it should be a lot more um, spontaneous. You know, it needs to be easy. If it looks rehearsed, if, if you feel like it's rehearsed, it is definitely looking rehearsed. So I'm learning. So one of the first ones we did, I'm like, okay, I've got this recipe. We're doing it tonight anyway. So we taped it, and it was great, but it was too long, and it was too hard to edit. And she said, I love that, but it's just not right for these quick reels. Because the whole thing is, people want to see you for 30 seconds, and then their attention span's gone. So we've been working on it, and it's slowly getting easier for me. I'm still, like right now, I'm grasping my hands. I'm still hyper self-conscious about it. But I am walking through it, knowing it's not going to kill me. You know, what doesn't kill you it makes you stronger. And it's okay. It's okay if I look silly. I don't even know what I'm afraid of. I was like, just going to ask that. Am I going to look dumb? I don't know. 
Well, I don't what like is my it? voice. I don't know. You do know. You do know. So get underneath it. I think it's that old underlying fear of still thinking that people are going to figure out I'm a fraud. Okay, and and it, that's exactly what it is. Because did you hear your voice quiver? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was your energy changed. Yeah. So, are you a good chef? Yeah. Do you know what you're doing? Yes. Um, can you talk on a podcast? Yes. That yeah. Mm-hmm. So a camera is just showing the cuteness of you. Right. And there's no fraudiness going on right. in this situation. Yep. Because what's funny about you bringing this up <laughs> is I'm like, I'm going to make Lynn do the video because we need to be on YouTube too and we get to do a video and this is awesome. And I forgot to tell you, thank God, because this, this would be a very different moment. <laughs> I know. And I, just her telling me, I'm not kidding you, my back starts sweating like immediately. I'm like... Mrrr. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I met with my therapist last week and we were talking about earning extra money and trying to put some away and, you know, try to increase my uh, retirement. And she said, you have a skill set you can monetize. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, a YouTube channel. I'm like, oh God, no, no, please. <laughs> You can do it so that your face doesn't show. True. You know, there are ways around it. Yes. But for this, your face is showing, girl. <laughs> yes. This is going to happen. This will be your practice. Yeah. You know, we don't have a ton of fans yet. So it's like yeah. we have a small group of people that love us. Exactly. So And don't judge. We will get there. We're going to get there. We're going to hold hands. So I'm in the process of winning. You are. That's a win. <laughs> That's a win. Exactly. So, because you know, I was thinking about it, and the reason why this whole thing came up is because I am in in my leadership class, I'm learning that I don't like to celebrate things. So one of the things that I do is when something really good happens for me, and I think I've talked about this, but I've said, oh yeah, this is really great. And Lynn, I really liked that you did that. Like, I don't even let anybody Mm -hmm. celebrate with me. Mm -hmm. I immediately go into other people. Yep. So I get to practice mm-hmm. celebrating wins. Yay. Woohoo. Good work. Yeah. It is good work. Well, today we're going to talk about loving ourselves. Self-love. Self-love. And it was funny when we were kind of talking about it, I've, of course, got all these cute new things that I'm putting up in my apartment, and I got this wall sign from my sweet friend Sue, and it says, compassion. If your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. And that's from Buddha. And I'm like, wow, that's... Uh, that's pretty powerful stuff. And you know how things just kind of get airdropped um, when we're, because we were really kind of struggling, not struggling. We were talking about a different thing and nothing was like really clicking. It's like, yeah, yeah and right. we didn't yeah, have a plan. Right. It's yeah. been a while. Like we, yeah. we have an episode that is amazing on Wonder that we get to drop mm-hmm. this week and then this one. Yep. And we get to get caught up because this is our passion. We love doing this. We do. So we didn't have a topic. And this time it just came. And here's what I'm thinking about loving yourself is there is this um, self-compassion, right? We're talking about Mm self-compassion. And the reason it's so interesting to me is that would you ever talk to me like you talk to yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely you would? Um, Thanks a lot. You would talk to me like you talk to you? (laughs) Thanks a lot. Now you know. She interrupted me (laughs) before I say, absolutely, I see that all the time. Of course, you know, on the the social media stuff, because I I, I try to keep most of my social media is just like little memes of good love stuff. I don't do all the And the fucking birds ones. Oh, effing birds, man. Oh, so good. Man, that's like my favorite thing on the planet right now. And fuck Jerry's pretty good too. Oh, I haven't seen yeah, that it's a good one. one. But um, 
I read that and I'm like, oh yeah, of course not. And then what do I do? Turn around and go, you look like an idiot. You don't sound like you know what you're doing. You know, all that self-talk, it just like creeps right back in there. Yes. And, and it's, um, and I would never say that to you. (laughs) No, I know you wouldn't. And my invitation to you, to me, to the world that is listening, listen for it. And when you hear it, stop yourself. Yep. Awareness. Yeah. And just stop yourself and be like, huh, that's interesting. Why am I beating myself up? Yeah. Because I was just reading, I was doing step work with someone and I was just reading, we are only on this earth for a very short period of time. Why are we taking it so freaking seriously? Because it's serious, but it's also joy gets to happen. Like we get to be okay with ourselves. We are just sitting here trying to figure this thing out. Mm -hmm. And we can't possibly know everything that there, there is to know. We will never know everything that there is to know. There's, And we don't need to because we have access to everything. Right. Would you really want to know everything there is to know? No, no. I would lose my mind. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, insanity would be the next step. I do have a definition for self-love. Definition corner. Because, you know, it's my thing. Um, but can I back up a minute when we were talking about beow, not having beow, a plan? Beow. So I'm not like super type A brain, got to have a plan for everything. I'm actually pretty good at spontaneous things like this. Yes. I do kind of, I'm good at flying by the seat of my pants. I don't yes. know. Maybe it's a balance. Not sure. I'm also good at that. Yeah, you are. Very good. Just don't make you read lines. No, if I have to have it staged, then, then it gets ugly. That's like for you, yeah, rehearsing. Okay, self-love. State of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Yes, I love that. Yeah. And that is so important, and I've been putting this in a lot of my messages. It's my physical well-being, my emotional well-being, my spiritual well-being. And, and really, when one of those is off... Mm-hmm. I'm wonky all over the place. Right. And I I like one of the words that really um, stuck out to me was supports that. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm not going to do everything right all the time. Mm -mm. I don't. But if I have that awareness that I'm trying to support this growth of taking care of myself, loving myself, it's going to be more ingrained. It's like a new wagon wheel rut for me, actually, you know, because... That whole martyr thing about take care of everybody else and then whatever's left, what little bits left, then I'll get it. And that's nonsense, and we get to stop doing that. We do. And um, it's I had a meeting with my sponsor, our sponsor this morning, and we were talking about my schedule. And I've got a new assistant that is fucking amazing. God, thank you for sending Eric to me. And we're talking about quality of life and schedule and and trying to do a little bit better balance. I've been working on this idea plan with my therapist since I started with her last June. And when we met um, at the beginning of the year, kind of talking about this year's goals, she said, how are you feeling about it? I'm like, "I'm, I'm getting there. And it's because I am able to let go of a lot of the stuff that I thought I needed to, to micro, not even micromanage. It's just, I felt this responsibility. If I wasn't there and something happened, then, you know, it's all on me. And that is not the case. It doesn't have to be that way. But the, the bottom line is I am learning to value the time that I give myself more. Mm. I didn't. It's like I wanted, because I wanted to do all these things. I only had two days and it was the fear of missing out on something fun. So I was scheduling this with this person, scheduling this, doing this, going there, going there. And then on Sunday night, I'm exhausted. I'm irritable. And I'm like, well, I didn't have anything for me. Yeah. And so what the question that I'm going to ask myself based on this quote, every, every time I can think of it, 
Because that's what I've been implementing. Every time I can think of it, before I do something, does this support my physical, emotional, or spiritual well-being? Mm-hmm. Or career? I don't know how right. to... I, yeah. So in a day-to-day scenario, because mm-hmm. there are sometimes we got to do things we don't want to do. Yes, but that does support your physical, that does support your yes. emotional, because mm-hmm. if you're emotionally, if you're kind of behind the wheel on everything mm-hmm. or like behind the wheel, behind the eight ball, yes. whatever. I don't know what I'm trying yes. to say, but you're behind yes, because you're procrastinating yep. or because you're not doing what your responsibilities are. Then your emotional sh- stuff is all out of whack. You're, you can be real angry. Well, I've got a thing at work I've got to deal with and it's going to take me sitting down with the computer and, and doing writing some timelines and documentation. I've put it off and put it off and put it off. And this morning when I met with my sponsor, guess what? She gave me a deadline. Well, those by-whens are huge. Yeah. Those by-whens really help us. It has completely affected my emotional stability because it's always there in the background. I I feel like I can compartmentalize it, but I don't really. I just push it down, but it's still breathing. It's still taking up some of my energy that I don't need or want to give to. You know, I don't want that. This is why action... Committed action, taking action in spite of our feelings is so supportive of me in my recovery and in so many other different places. Taking action in spite of my feelings. Mm-hmm. Because feelings aren't facts. Right. And a lot of times my feelings are rooted in fear. Mm-hmm. Fear of the unknown, fear of change, uh, fear of whatever. Fear of a hot potato, right? You know, and rolling down the kitchen because floor. I haven't experienced those feelings before. Mm-hmm. So if I'm feeling like it's going to be difficult, scary, hard, wrong, I'm I'm letting that drive my actions. Right. So when you're operating from a place of scarcity, what do you get? Scarcity. More scarcity. Yeah. Right. So the more you put out there, of the more you stay in that fear energy, because fear is going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. And when we see it, if we shine the light on it and say, oh, you're not the boogeyman, you're just, just because it happened in the past doesn't mean it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. What can I do different? How can I shift? Right? And, and what if this did work out? What if this worked out perfectly? Right. It's like that thing that everybody, the lucky girl syndrome, the universe says yes to whatever you choose. So if you say, I am going to be stressed out this week because I have so much to do. Mm-hmm. You will be stressed out this yep. week. It's if a you say, yeah, if, I, if you say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create space in my week for myself. Guess what? Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to do that, this, was really profound. It was amazing. No, it wasn't. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was. so goofy. <laughs> no, it's true. Well, I don't think we myself give enough credit, credence to how much we do self-prophesize. Yeah. Oh, words are powerful. Words, thoughts, feelings. Yeah. yeah. And do we want to stay in it? Because here's the thing. I don't believe in positive affirmations without... Um, Action. Just for, just for positive affirmation's sake, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I'm going to be a millionaire. Oh, I am a... Uh, speaker, I am this, without taking any of the steps to get there. Because right. when we take the steps to get there, we might not land where we think that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And what I've discovered, most times we land in somewhere even better. 
Exactly. Like my finite mind, like they say in the big book, my finite mind can't even wrap my head around what's possible. So if I go into it open-ended with faith that, yeah, I'm doing stuff and it's going to create something. And it's going to create feedback. So if it works, great. Let's see what happens. If it doesn't work, ooh, that didn't work. What can I do different? Right. Well, I did an event this week with my new assistant, Eric, and there were there were some bumps. And I think he was a little more upset about it than I was because I, I, I've done enough now. It's like, we just learn from it. So what are we going to do differently next time? We can prepare this way. We can do this. We can make sure this is ready. And when it comes to things like that, because it's so in my wheelhouse and so comfortable, I never see the hiccups, which most of the time, 99.9% of the time, the people we're feeding and taking care of never know it. It's just that we know because we had to scramble for whatever. Um, but I just, I always just see that as an opportunity to learn to do it. You learn better, you do better. And AFCO. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another freaking growth, a fucking growth opportunity. <laughs> let's say it like well, it is. Say it like it is, because <laughs> that's what they are. <laughs> so it's funny how I will like divide my life up with those. It's like, oh yeah, because I'm real comfortable with this because I've done it so many times. I know it's not going to ever be perfect, but I can do it the next time and probably do it a little bit better. But then when it's something that's new or I'm going to completely do uh, something that's difficult, I'm going to go at it a different way than I ever have before, suddenly I'm like, oh no, what if I mess it up? Well, I better not do it. Or I'm not even going to try because it's not going to be right. Well, guess what? You're going to mess it up. That perfection idea, the idea of perfection is really just... Bullshit. Well, it's just not ever possible. There is no perfection. The perfection is in accepting yourself as who you are. Mm -hmm. That's when you're in perfection. That's when things are in flow. So for me, when things are in flow, when things are easy, you know, when you're doing your art and it's amazing or when you're having a conversation with a friend and it's incredible or whatever it is, when you get lost in time and flow, that to me is perfection. Yes. Right? And... I can't create that with steps in my mind. That comes from the heart. Yeah. So I think this idea of us, for me, if I'm going to unpack all this, mm-hmm. it's this idea of what I should be doing or comparing myself to what others are doing. And I'm not others. Right. I'm never going to be able to repeat what others are doing. I might be able to try some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like the program's so good because something might work for somebody else in their recovery and mm-hmm. I can try that on and it doesn't feel right. Exactly. So maybe I tweak it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the idea is to be in, I think the perfection is in the allowing, you know, allowing it to be what it is. Like I am a, very much of a verbal processor. I, yes, she is. I think out loud, right? <laughs> and I saw this amazing Simon Sinek TikTok the other day that talked about it. And what he said was extremely powerful, that verbal processors are just thinking out loud. And when they're with other verbal processors, it's great. Mm-hmm. But when you're with someone that's an analyzer, per se, mm-hmm. like that's more analytical, they need time to think about what you just said. Right. So you get to give them time. But it's just really interesting. It's it's about being authentic to you, mm-hmm. being authentically you, and then it comes across in a way that is so much healthier. Like, okay, it comes across in a way that I can love myself more, right? When I allow all that stuff to, like, be what it is, 
what it just just what it is without judgment, without painting like something on top of it mm-hmm. and looking for the results and all that bullshit. It's so much like you could breathe. Yeah. And what I keep thinking of while you were talking, which was a beautiful little riff you went off on there, um, we cannot do that until we are in truth with ourselves. It's like you've got to accept and love yourself and know. And when you do, when you finally allow that, because it's there, it, it never went away. It didn't just grow. It's always been there. We just had so much covering it up. So once it's in there and you're allowing it to blossom, it's the lotus coming through the mud. Yep. And bl- I'm going to start crying because this is just so beautiful to me. Once you allow that to open up, you don't close it. It's like you can't unring the bell. Right. So what happens is when you do things that are not in alignment, that it doesn't feel right. Like you always say, you feel itchy all over. Yep. And so when you are being your authentic self, that's when that flow happens. The flow gets stopped when you try to squash it, when you try to cover it up, when you try to hide it, when you try to deny it. And that's when people see that you're not really in your authentic self. Because sometimes, so for me, I did that so much, so long, for so mm-hmm. many years, that it was a habit. Right. I didn't know who I was. Right. And and so once I started to learn and navigate, some people, this is why I like to be around people that are doing the same work, that mm-hmm. are that are about looking at these little nuanced things. I don't even realize sometimes that I'm doing minimizing myself. I don't right. even see it. So when I have someone there, well, Vic, why would you apologize for that? Oh, shoot. I didn't even... Yeah, you're yeah. right. Do I really want to do this or don't? Does this support me or or does right. it not support me? Yep. Um, something I've been working on uh, is... Uh, with it's a, the boundary thing is giving an answer without an explanation. Yeah. Ooh, that's hard. It is. I know. Oh my I God. know. No is a complete sentence. Yeah. No, thank you. And I love telling other, you know, I love to tell other people how easy it is. But then when it comes to me and I was writing out something to someone to kind of rehearse it, and I did it with my therapist and we did a little role play and I had a but and an and in there. And she goes, take those out. And I'm like, but she goes, take them out. And it completely changed everything. Yeah. So I think about that. That's one of those I pause before I talk to people if it's something that's uncomfortable for me to talk about um, because I'm probably setting a boundary or trying to be clear. And it's not it's not a deep wagon wheel rut yet. It's a whole new rut that I'm trying to form here. So I have to really think about it and not give any kind of qualifiers. The qualifiers are not necessary. What I say is what it is. That's how I feel. I'm not trying to tell you how you feel. This is just where I am and what I need and what I feel. Yeah. Well, and part of it sometimes is my judgment of others Mm -hmm. comes out when I'm judging myself. Mm -hmm. So like if I'm worried about everybody being mad that I'm not going to show up at something. Like it happened when you were moving. Yes. And I I was with my sponsor and I was, you know, we were talking about stuff and I was just drained. You had a big couple of days. Yeah. It was really, I was emotionally spent and I, I, I said, you know, really, I just want to go home and just rest. She's like, what would support you right now? I just want to go home and rest. But I also wanted to be here, like deep, deep, deep wanted to be here, right? And she said, well, do you think Lynn understands? So why don't you take it back here a couple notches? 
have you been there for her in this situation, in this situation? And I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, and I knew other people would be there, so it was... It was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So here's where I'm, I'm, I'm honoring what you're saying because mm-hmm. it was uncomfortable and I had to pause and I had to think about it. But this is what's so cool about having support outside of yourself and your own because my own thinking, would have I would have been here and I would have been a drain mm-hmm. and it would have been... You know, and then I would have felt bad because I knew that she didn't want to be here because she was too tired. I'm like, oh god, she did this because she felt like she was obligated, and I was going to be perfectly, you know, all yeah, of those things. Right. And I will tell you, Vicky, you were the very first person I was able to practice this on, and it was a long time ago. And we had plans, and I was thinking of these excuses to get out of it. And and some beautiful part of my brain said, wait a minute, it's Vicky. You don't have to give her an excuse. Just no. tell her you're not up for it. Yeah. And that's what I did. That was, I'm not kidding, probably the very first time I was honest and did something like that and just said, it's just not good for me tonight. Yeah. And you're like, of course, no worries. Right. And afterwards I'm like, oh. yeah, <laughs> that wasn't hard. No, it isn't. And, and we create it in our head. And that's what I think. Like, I have so much judgment about what I think you think. It's all of this manufactured bullshit we People put please. in our heads. People yeah? please. And, and it's not necessary. You're not going to love me if I don't do what you think, what I think you think. I, you know, it's that, that crazy well, it's, circle. It's, it's, it's loud, too. Mm-hmm. It can be very loud. Oh, and yeah. when we, this is my, like, I've said like a lot in this episode. It's a good word. I like you. You like me. We get to like each other. Um, <laughs> I work with some teenagers, and I swear to God, it's like nails on a chalkboard lately. It's well, like literally, everyone. Literally. <sighs> literally. 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 <laughs> it's like, well, you know, when you like, oh, my God, does. It's funny. <laughs> Dios mio. <laughs> it's this thing of just being aware, 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 aware. Mm. Oop, that happened. Oop, that happened. Yep. Oh, wow. That was really, like, that was really ripe, Vicki. She did it again. Yep. <laughs> oh, you know, it, and I think when I can stop and pause, and I think that's what I'm getting from mm. this conversation. It's that when you were talking about setting that boundary and, and you say you take, you stop, mm-hmm. you know, we're in a rush, but the universe isn't in a rush. No one else is in a rush. Why are we in such a rush? It's that fear of missing out. Yeah. So um, I think we talked about, I was doing this uh, brain spotting exercise with my therapist, and it, what it does is it works on um, your amygdala, which is your fight, flight, you know, the lizard brain that protects us. And that was developed when there were still um, saber-toothed tigers and there was some imminent danger. So we didn't have time to think. We just needed to run or fight or sleep or hide or whatever it was to survive. Okay, so that that part of our brain is still there. When you have traumas that happen to you, um, it immediately lights up that part of your brain. So you go from lit up to reacting because you don't have time for it to get to the front of your brain to have that higher thinking. To be like, is this true? Yes. So there's a lady that I follow on the Instagram and on the Instagram, it's neuroscience something. And she's like so wonderfully geeky and I love reading her shit. So one day she was talking about that and um, it's a cognitive dissonance. So when you're feeling, because you're going to feel it physically somewhere. For me, it's usually my stomach. Like I get a little butterfly anxiety thing. Sometimes it's in your chest, your throat whatever it is, you're going to get that physical thing. So that's the first thing to be aware of. And she said, all you need to do is get up and walk around for a second. And what happens is your eyes are moving laterally and that shuts that off. It's like a light switch. 
Ooh. And that's what we were doing in brain spotting. That's a great tool. That's a great it's, tool. So when you notice, notice in your body and then just start walking. Yep. Okay. And it'll it'll shut it off immediately. And we always say this in the program, change, move a muscle, change a thought. Yes. That's what's happening. Yes. Because our brain, when it's in the survival, just trying to protect us. Because again, this is all about protection. It, our brain's not trying to hurt us. Right. It's it, armor. It is. But it's not always Bubble wrap. appropriate or necessary anymore. Well, and, and, and what I believe... Going back to this connection piece, mm-hmm. going outside of myself and, and connecting with people, I believe that we're wired for connection, right? No, We're yes. not meant to do this alone. Mm-mm. And it's so much better when you're with someone having fun. I, I get so scared when I want to draw in. So it's about that knowingness of does this support my psychological, physical, spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. Because it's just asking the simple question. It's so keeping it simple because you were talking about something and it's all in here. It's Mm -hmm. all inside. You know, I used to like look to gurus and read these books and do all all this stuff. Even in even in the program, I would Mm -hmm. be like, oh, I like that what that lady does or this Mm -hmm. or that. And and really what's magnificent about a good sponsor or about a good friend, or about a good tribe. They just ask you the questions so you can find your guiding light inside yourself. Right. That's yeah. really the trick. And honor it. Yeah. And say, oh, what the fuck? Let's just go for it, <laughs> exactly. right? What the fuck? I'm going to look like an idiot on camera. I'm going to do it anyway. All but right. you look adorable, <laughs> by the way. She looks adorable. She is adorable. <laughs> So are you. Aww. You're the cutest ever. I'm the cutest ever, and you're my twin. Yep, we're twinning. Uh, so, yeah, that's, a, that's our self-love in a nutshell. So what are you going to do to love yourself today? To love myself today? Well, <laughs> I'm so Ooh, excited. that sounds exciting. I ordered a new bath pillow, and I can't wait to take a bath tonight. Oh, goody. <laughs> that's one self-love. Um, I did not meditate this morning because I was up and going, so that's my second part. I'm going to do it this evening. And I am taking this course on, you know, the OM. Is mm-hmm. that what it, um, they do these courses and they kind of have like a sliding scale. So I'm doing a Reiki course and I'm about three things behind. So I'm going to do that this evening too. And I'm kind of excited. Cool. Yep. Ooh, that's juicy. Yeah. That is what about juicy. You, what, what's on your agenda well, for some self-love today? I'm going to watch The Last of Us. Yes. So good. Have you watched I'm it? I'm finally on board. It took oh. me a minute. Yes. Which episode are you on? I, fin- I'm, I was caught up. So you saw the bloater? The big, huge guy with the head? No, I guess I'm not caught up. <laughs> <laughs> you would know the guy that I'm talking about. Nope, not ringing a bell. So have you seen the two little boys, like the boy and the brother? Yes. The deaf kid? The deaf kid, yes. So yes, you have seen the bloater. You know when the car goes down into oh, the ground yeah, yeah, and that yeah, big yeah, thing yeah, comes yeah, out yeah, and he yeah, rips yeah. that guy yeah. in half? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I love that show. I'm going to watch it. It's good. And you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to do some writing. Oh. I've been like on this writing kick. That is so wonderful for you. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know. It's taking the time to give to give yourself that time. Yeah. Without anything else going on. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just going to be s- so easy. Like, 
Just mm-hmm. be easy. Yep. I remember that guy where I worked at Bonefish and I would walk in and he was like, damn, Vicky, be easy. Be easy because you are making it hard. And, you know, I think that is just a great piece of feedback. Mm-hmm. Be the leaf in the stream, not the rock. Yeah. The rock is cool, but... Yeah, but he doesn't move. You know, you don't get to see all the mm-hmm. beauty and all that stuff. My golden nugget for today... Yes was that I get to pause. Mm-hmm. I get to pause and then I get to walk to make that thing, that light switch turn off. Yep. Um, I, there yep. Were, yep, there were so many for mm-hmm. me. Um, I think the gist of it is that we are our drivers of our happiness and our life. And it's an honor to do it, but it's not a big deal either. You don't have to make it this big, huge thing. There's an Indigo Girls song, and I think it's Galileo. Mm-hmm. And it says, I'm trying to take my life less seriously. Oh, no, it's closer to fine. Mm. I've been trying to take my life less seriously, closer I am to fine, right? Like, the more I try hard instead of allow flow, it just, it, it's, yeah. I jumble it up. Mm-hmm. I jumble it up. So how about I just let it be smooth and easy? Smooth sailing, sister. Oh, girl. I love you so much. I love you. We uh, are really, really doing our best to get on a schedule. So just look out for us. Look out. um, Subscribe. Send us your love. Send us your love. Send us your questions. Mm -hmm. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. And if you don't like it, tell nobody. We don't need a review of how bad we suck. We are just simply sharing our opinion about what we're doing. Yeah, just two ladies trying to do the best we can. Yeah. And, you know, well, the four agreements, you know, always do your best. And that best can change from minute to minute. Yeah. And actually, I went on a little retreat back in January, and I got the four agreements, this necklace, and it's a stamp on the circle. And I love it so much. And it's just it's just such a good reminder. And and I tap it, like, throughout the day. Yeah. It's like, just do your best, you know. Um, So come grow with us. Please. Because we're just busy growing Mm -hmm. and having fun doing it. Love you. Try bell. Try bell.